point is, let's connect and chat about what is on your radar right now. Hi, I'm Kate Lynch. I'm a nutrition and fitness coach and author, and I'm here in rural Ontario with Lorene Partington. Hi, I'm a yoga instructor and a health and wellness enthusiast. Join us as we ruminate, percolate, and delve into everything from coffee to foot fungus. Just kidding. But seriously, we promise no mindless banter and no curse of knowledge potholes. Just straight talk and great stories from fellow travelers and heroes amongst us with actionable steps to consider for each season of your life. Brace for impact. The point is, be ready for anything. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number three of The Point Is. I'm Kate Lynch. I'm a nutrition and fitness coach and author, and I'm here with... I'm Laureen Partington. I'm a yogini and a recovering alcoholic. And we are excited to give some nuggets from our interview yesterday with Jen Curley, who is the mother of five, my sister-in-law, a uh, amazing girlfriend and just had some wicked nuggets of wisdom yeah. to share yesterday. That was super fun. And Jen is a stay-at-home mom and Lorraine, you and I were chatting about and we won't we won't stay here too long because we have some other things we'd like to discuss, but we were chatting about how Jen that notion of you're not certified but you're qualified yeah. Jen was talking about how she doesn't get paid to do her work which is a stay-at-home mom yeah and I said to you that perhaps the currency is different right I mean the currency so is different so true yeah it really depends you know I mean and it's you know you get you do you get paid back in so many different ways when you do stay home with your kids you know it's um it's it's just different so the currency is love and creating clearings for these kids to have a safe place to fall and for my brother, her husband, to go out and do what he needs to do. And that's there's huge value in that. Absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah. I made the choice when Lila, uh, Derek's and my daughter, she's 16 now, when Lila was little, I made the choice to stay home. And it was challenging because one, I'm, I have a lot of drive and I love to work. <laughs> uh, and, but it allowed Derek to go out into the world and work. And it allowed me to be home with Lila. And then he would come home and I would say, here you go. And I'd head <laughs> out the door and teach at night. But we, we, we didn't have many fancy things when we did that uh, because we couldn't afford it. But the choice to stay home was I'll never, I, yeah, I have no regrets on that. And yeah. I am no earth mother. Trust me. It, it, <laughs> it was, it was work. So. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I did the same thing. You know, I, um, I teach yoga and I try to keep my schedule. So, and especially even now with my daughter, Valerie, who's 14, I like to be home when she gets home from school. You know, I think that it's really important to um, have that kind of um, debrief with her every day if she needs to. And if not, she just knows I'm here. Speaking of which, the idea with Jennifer yesterday about creating 
little clearings and margins in our life to have me time. I know that that's something that Jen really savors and she doesn't get a lot of it just because of the logistics of her life. She has five boys, 16 and under and a very full life. So the margins, the space between the creating clearings to hear Valerie after school, creating clearings for you and I to launch this podcast. I always tease with my clients here at Custom Fit. I'm not looking for things to do. I have lots of interests. I have lots of hobbies, lots of work that I love. I feel, and I don't feel blessed. uh, I don't feel solely blessed about that. I, and I don't feel lucky. I feel like that has come to me through choice. Right. And you and you and I are creating a clearing right now to sit and do this podcast. So I, 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 I don't know. I was really struck yesterday about Jen carving out some time to chat with us, carving out little nuggets of time so that she can play the piano or sing at her work. uh, And that circling back to our first chat about how you make the time, energy and money for the things you want to do. Absolutely. And and the, the fact that she just keeps things so simple, I think. And she kept saying that over and over again, keep it simple. And someone who could be so, you know, spun out with so much energy and so much stuff going on, but she's not, she seems incredibly grounded. And, um, and that I think it comes from that keeping things simple, which I think is really smart. It is. It, and it is, a, it's a, just a great reminder. I tend to, my, my husband's really good at keeping things simple right now. We are, our dog isn't well. And I was, feeling a bit spun about it last night as we were debriefing from the day doing some pillow talk and I said what are we gonna do like what because we can't seem to get a diagnosis basically was what I was fretting about and he said you know we're not gonna do anything about it right now at 10 o'clock he said right now we're going to sleep (laughs) and the dog was in the bed with us and I thought you know he's right we can sit up all night long and fret about this and then not be fresh in the morning to start again or we can just uh, go to bed and get some sleep and and ruminate on some solutions in our in our in our sleep right so you know it's, yeah. yeah yeah you know kate it occurred to me uh yesterday that we didn't get to hear uh you know what you were listening to what you love and what you're learning oh Cool. So what am I listening to? Well, you got me hooked on podcasts. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I'm listening to right now is a uh, audible book. And I think it's called The Naked Mind. And it's about uh, alcohol and sobriety and being sober curious and all of that. It's something alcohol, is something that is has always been very prevalent in my life. I come, I like, I love to tease that I come from a long line of <laughs> lawyers, doctors, um, thespians, uh, um, addicts, and um, thieves, right? <laughs> so <laughs> uh, anyway, as I am aging, and I think about my work as a nutrition coach, I'm always curious about how alcohol affects my metabolism, because I don't want my I don't want to lose my waist and get that middle aged belly. And alcohol seems to do that to me. I also find I just metabolize it differently as I age. And I don't seem to enjoy it like I once did. So I'm Mm -hmm. really doing some research on that. I have lots of clients who are uh, that's 
ask lots of questions about alcohol. So I want to be informed. Uh, you hanging out with you has made me even more curious about that. And hmm. so that's what I'm listening to is a, an audible book called The Naked Mind. And I cool. recommend it. She's pretty honest. Have you read that? I actually, I have not read the book, but I've listened to a couple of her podcasts, actually. I think okay. her name is Annie Grace. It and is, I, yeah. I really like her um, approach to things. Yeah. And then what I love right now is I love launching this. I think it's super fun. I, I just feel like when you have something you want to do, you just got to start. And yes. we've one of the things that we talked about is how we need to continue to create space and clearings and margins in our conversations, both with each other and with our guests and in life. Right. So yeah. I love that we're launching this and today actually we launched this. So that's going to be exciting. Yay. And then I'm learning, I'm learning to stay open to possibilities uh, I'm learning to reframe how I'm thinking about, for example, our dog Viv's illness. Mm. I was teasing, um, just to add a little levity, that Viv is a dog that we we rescued from the pallets. Literally, she <laughs> crawled out of some pallets. She's a white dog. She's actually kind of piss yellow. But uh, when we got her, she was motor oil gray. And mm. uh, she was filthy and came out of these pallets. Her mom... Vivian's mother, uh, the bitch, if you will, uh, in my mind, it was a certified bona fide prostitute concubine who was banging <laughs> out, banging out puppies like you read about. Yeah. And her father was a puke. Oh, he was a grumpy bastard. So, yeah. uh, and Viv has lived like a princess for yeah. three and a half years sure and has. has overcome a major injury. So yeah. I'm learning to reframe, you know, I can sit around and be sad about the possibility of losing her or I can reframe and enjoy the time we've had and, and just be proactive and stay curious. So that's, nice. those are my three L's. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. So moving forward with our podcast, we are looking to engage with guests who have stories to share. I feel like one of the things that we can offer here is access to great conversation, which is really how this started, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, you know, you and I like to sit around and chat and we have big conversations. And I think that some of the stuff that we talk about, I mean, I think that some of the stuff we talk about is super interesting, but, um, you know, I think that um, we can offer um, our interests and our curiosity to others and invite them to uh, come into our conversation. And pique our interest with their observations and viewpoints. Totally. And yeah, I think too, one of the things my mom said when she met you this <laughs> winter, uh, we went on an impromptu ski trip. Yeah. Uh, Laureen was supposed to house it. Oh yeah. And then, <laughs> right. And then yeah. my husband couldn't go. So, and you were really looking forward to getting some time away Absolutely. and com yeah. and completely off the cuff. I said, come to Vermont with us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we had our first road trip together. Yeah. And my mom said, after she met you, after spending the weekend with you, she said, Laureen goes deep fast. <laughs> and my, that, and from my mom, Isla, that would be a compliment nice. because my mom, it doesn't really, I mean, you know, she likes interesting conversations. 
And one of the things about podcasts is people can have access to perhaps some challenging conversations or things that make them uncomfortable, but it's not face-to-face. You can listen again. You can share it with someone else and see what they think. And you can send us a note and, you know, disagree, whatever. Yeah. So I love that. And I just really enjoy listening to other people's perspectives. Yes, me too. I think that when we look at our list of guests, I keep getting flooded with people. They just like are flashing into my mind. It's crazy. I mean, there are some people very close to both of us that we want to chat with. Mm -hmm. And then there are some people who are on, if you will, the periphery that keep flashing into my mind. And Mm. I feel like that is because of the energy that happens once you get started. It's, it's, It's so true with anything. Having written a book and in the process of writing another uh, it's so tough to start, right? There's nothing worse than the blank page or the big idea, but like bite size, bite size and little, little steps. Right. So, yeah, for sure. You know, I was just going to ask you, I was, um, listening to you talk about these flashes, you know, it, it, I think that it takes creating a clearing to be able to have those flashes. So what do you do? Um, you know, in your life to create those clearings? That's a great question. One of my favorite things to do is a brain dump. Mm. I find sometimes semantics hang people up. So when you talk about journaling or keeping a diary, people get all caught up in their underwear about, oh, I don't want to, what if somebody reads it? Or what am I going to say? And I had, it was actually my shrink who, who suggested to me, it's just a brain dump. And what I was doing was actually talking to her about someone who complains a lot in my life. Mm-hmm. And she helped me reframe. She said, what if you looked at their complaining as just a brain dump? They're just, they're just brain dumping. And I thought, huh, okay, well, that's a cool way to look at that. Because I can't stand, if you know me at all, I can't stand whining. And I'll get into that in another chat someday. But I just can't stand it. Like, don't mm-hmm. tell me what you can't do or what's wrong. What's the solution and what can you do? It's kind of where I like to come from. However, I realize that when I journal, I brain dump. Mm. I, I bitch and whine and moan and get it out. And then I reread it months later and think, God, you're a fool, right? <laughs> but if in the moment, that is one way I create clearings. And then the other way is I, I sit. I sit even just for five minutes and... Uh, a very quick way to create a clearing almost instantly is to take three conscious breaths. Nice. So last night you and I were going to see to Rhonda's open house at her store, Charlotte's web in Peterborough, awesome women's clothing store and kids clothing store. We're going to support her. And I didn't feel like it. I felt kind of wasted from the dog and we'd done an interview yesterday and I taught a couple classes and I got my teenager I'm racing around with. I just, my husband quit his job, which is exciting. And we've been working towards that. And now it's okay to say that. And it's been a big deal. So much going on. So as we were driving to Peterborough, I, I, 
I did three conscious breaths as you were chatting about something and that helped me create a clearing. What about you? What do you do to create clearings? Well, you know, I agree with the mind dump. I wake up now in the morning and that's the first thing I do is go for my pen and my paper and get out all of those, whether it is, you know, bitching or complaining, or if it is uh, flashes, ideas, feelings, and a lot of the time, um, reading back, it doesn't make a lot of sense, um, but it doesn't matter. And I have uh, really gotten over that, that it doesn't, it's not necessarily how it should be done. It just do it, you know, um, getting caught up in the perfectionistic bit of it all um, is more like just procrastinating and instead just doing it. And so that's been super helpful. Um, also with sitting in meditation I uh, do a movement practice before I sit usually um, and uh, even if it's just a couple of minutes uh, moving my body to even create space in my joints in my back uh, I have scoliosis so I find after I wake up in the morning I am quite stiff um, and so that really helps me to settle myself settle my body settle my mind to be able to sit and some days it's only for five minutes and uh, but it really does make a difference you know when you say that this is something I say in classes all the time we get so hung up on oh I have to have an hour to exercise I have to have the right clothes what if I sweat what if I just ate what if I need to eat what if I'm dehydrated what if someone's coming over what if I it's just ridiculous like you don't have to carve out an hour to exercise. As a matter of fact, I recently made our classes here at 45 minutes because I don't think anybody needs to exercise for an hour personally, yeah. but that's another, another podcast. Yeah. So, but these little snapshots of time, you can do push-ups on your kitchen counter. You can do a wall squat as you're waiting dryer to finish. You can sit in the car while you're waiting for your spouse to meet you to go out for dinner. There are just so many moments we miss because we get on that phone and we scroll. It's yes. just crazy. Like yes. use your phone to set the timer for five minutes. Yeah. And actually further to that, one of the things back to your perfectionist comment that I have been doing that has been insanely helpful for me because I tend to run very hard on myself, as I'm sure some of you listening do, <laughs> I stopped setting the timer. And I set the stopwatch. Huh. So I will sit and I have in my mind how long I would like to sit. But I just press the stopwatch go button on my phone. And then when I am done or start to get restless, I look at the stopwatch and I think I've sat for three minutes. Hmm. That is better than zero minutes. I've sat for eight minutes. I wonder if I could sit for two more minutes. Do you see? Yeah. So as opposed to <laughs> setting the timer for 10 minutes, looking at my phone in three minutes and thinking, oh my God, I'm only three minutes in. Yep. Or, or like looking at it and it's nine minutes and 30 seconds and thinking, seriously, you quit 30 seconds to go. So it's been a really interesting way for me to reframe how, and again, just if you're new to this concept, I know you aren't Lorraine, but anyone listening, People think meditation has to be incense, candles, chanting, 
all that kind of stuff. Lotus yeah. position, yeah, right? Posture, Meditation that, yeah. cushions. Yeah. yeah. But that's why some people do call it sitting practice, just mm-hmm. sitting. Mm-hmm. You could do it lying down. You could just do it with three conscious breaths before you go to bed. But what happens to circle back to what you initially asked about is I find that I get these flashes like bang. Like when we were thinking about our first guest, I, my, my flash instantly went to Jen Curley, my sister-in-law, mm. because she's so relatable, even if somebody doesn't have kids yes, uh, or they're in their seventies or they're in their twenties. Jen is just a very relatable person as yep, I think agreed. we saw or heard yesterday. And if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. It's episode number two. And I think we called it something like don't change the toilet paper rule, which was one of <laughs> Jennifer's nuggets of wisdom, but you yeah. have to listen to find out. But I find that many people are like that. They think, oh, why do these brilliant ideas come to me in the shower? I am a lifelong equestrian. And that was actually how I got into the fitness business was cross training for my equestrian clients. Mm -hmm. But I have to tell you, I'm horseless at the moment. I am not without horses in my life, thanks to some friends who have horses, but I miss cleaning stalls because cleaning stalls was like my Zen garden. You know, those silly little sand things with the rake. I shouldn't say they're silly. Sorry if you have one where you rake the sand and it's just meditative. Cleaning stalls for me was meditative. The sound of, of, of the, of the, you know, the the flick of the, the fork and throwing the, you you throw the sawdust up against the wall and then all the manure falls to the bottom. It's quite a science really. It's really (laughs) quite a technique. So I miss that. So now I have a big sand arena. It's a hundred by 200 beautiful sand arena. And in an effort to not let that turn into a real garden, I drag it with my truck and a drag and I get in there and drive around and it feels like a enormous Zen garden. And I have all of these flashes, right? Uh, that's partly why when I go walk, I don't, I don't listen to anything for the most part. I'm silent because I want to hear my flashes. What about you? When you walk, cause you're a walker too. Do yep. you listen to things or are you, how do you, where do you get your flashes? No, that's, that's so true. I don't listen to things. You know, I do, we, we were talking, um, yesterday, I think about, you know, kind of multitasking and listening to things while you're doing other things. And, but that's one of those times that I, I don't, I, um, depending on how long I'm going for a walk, I try to even leave my phone at home. Um, and I really just go out into hopefully nature and, um, and just allow that to happen. And so definitely when I'm walking, I get flashes, um, and just paying attention to, you know, and this may sound cheesy, but you know, the, the beauty that is around us, you know, and so often when we are walking, when we are, um, engaged in other things or, um, you know, we're, we're all on our phones or whatever, we kind of miss what's happening around us, you know? And I think that that, um, is a big thing for me. So I, um, I really do make an effort to, uh, be, just pay attention as I'm, as I'm walking. Um, also, yeah, you mentioned the shower too. I also, um, I have a hot tub and I, I sit in there often too, and there's no TV, you know, no phone, no anything. And so that, uh, I find I get some really good thoughts. Um, while I'm just sitting in, in nice warm water. <laughs> you know, if you're listening to this and you're not 
entirely sure what the heck we're talking about. We're talking <laughs> about flashes, messages that, that flash into your mind that we usually push aside because they don't seem important. But if we're still or quiet or not busy, yeah. we, if, if we give them a moment to percolate, then amazing things happen. Actually, that's how I started studying Pilates. I had a flash in the middle of the night. I sat bolt upright and I said out loud, I'm going to go get trained to teach Pilates. I had been doing Pilates myself to help me with my horseback riding as cross training because running and lifting weights and starving myself wasn't helpful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was just useless in many ways. And Pilates really helped me with asymmetry in my body from just pounding the snot out of my body all through my childhood and my 20s. Pilates in my mid-20s really saved my body. But anyway, and and at the time I thought, after I said it, I thought, that's flipping ridiculous. Where are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? I live in rural Ontario. And I did it. I signed up. I drove. I went away for, you know, weekends at a time. I drove to Toronto. I stayed in a hotel. My kid was learning how to walk. It was brutal, but I did mm-hmm. it. And then things like this podcast, their flashes, things like problem solving about how to do something flashes. And I will say further to that, that when your body whispers, listen, because Mm. most of us know exactly what we need. And we were, you know, just to kind of pivot here, Lorraine, you and I were chatting about what one of the things that we did together this year, once we figured out we could road trip together, sky was the limit for yeah, us right like, yeah hold on hold on we can travel together we yeah. like the, we get up at the same time we want yep. to eat at the same time we like the same coffee we were like oh my gosh what else can we do <laughs> we went to three we went it's totally true though right absolutely yeah for yeah sure. we we went to three events together this year yeah and last night we were taking some notes before we went to Rhonda's store again charlotte's web peterborough ontario fabulous uh, we, and we're going to have Rhonda on at some point cause she's just a wonder. Yeah. Um, we were going through our notebooks and we realized that we had listened to, and correct me if I'm wrong, Lorraine, and then I'll turn it over to you. 26 different speakers. Yeah. Yeah. In this year, we, we went to three different events all in Toronto. That is one fabulous thing about where we live is that we can be in Toronto and hear world-class speakers in an hour and a half, give or take. And 26 different speakers. And there was one huge takeaway and I will let you share it. I think you know where I'm, where I'm pushing you here. We talked about it last night about what did, what was the common thing that they all kind of said further to when your body whispers, listen. Interesting. I think that uh, what everybody was saying really deep down is that um, we all as society, as people, as humans, we all want to be seen, heard, and acknowledged. True. And they said, it's already in us. Yes. We, We don't need more. So there they all were sharing their information, perhaps selling something, whatever, their course, all that stuff. 
but a major thread further to uh, seen, heard, and seen, heard, and validated is I, I do find that sometimes those conferences, those events are full of people who love to collect information, mm-hmm. but they don't act on it. They do a yes. lot of nodding and amening and that whole kind of almost evangelical business where they're huge super fans and they love it and they soak it up and it's like an addiction and they want more and more and more and more and more raw, 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 raw. And my question is, what are you going to do with it? And part of what you and I are doing with all of that information that we've garnered plus our life experience is we're doing this. We're sharing, yeah. we want to, you know, like, so where are you going to, how are you going to put your money where your mouth is at what point? And Seth, Seth Godin is one of my favorite authors and just thought leaders. And he was one of the keynotes at one of the events we went to. His big thing is ship it. Mm. You're, it's never going to be perfect. Ship it. And further to our first episode, start where you are. Well, this isn't perfect. You and I are learning as we go. We got technology issues. We got, yeah, we got, I mean, it, you know, we're working on creating margins and space and not talking too fast and all, and get all that happy stuff. But, yep. but you got to get started. Yeah, I think um, that was uh, something that I, one of the themes too was that it is people they're talking about just do something. Just do something. And even you said it earlier, even if it's just baby steps towards your goal, do something every day towards that, whether it is uh, brainstorming on a piece of paper for five minutes or it's, you know, just getting a podcast started. Just do it. It's true. And it's scary. And I always tease and somebody just teased me. This was so awesome. My very dear friend, Stephanie Cudmore. She put a stuffed fish in the basement in the corner uh, of our our business. So basically, we have a studio that's indoor. We work out in the top of our century-old barn. And then our basement of our house is where our clients can come in, use the washroom, change their clothes, hang out in between classes. And that way, they're not in our house, which is nice for them, and it's nice for us. Anyway, sometimes they leave things for each other in the basement, right? So Steph left a huge, like what, Lorraine, two and a half foot. I don't know if you saw it. I, I, gotta, did, I did I'll see po- it. Yeah, I did okay. see it. Yeah. She left it in the corner, like the most dimly lit corner yeah. of the basement <laughs> yeah. for the fabulous Pat Davis to pick up. Pat Davis bought it for her grandkids bedroom at her house or something like that. And the lights were dim for some reason. I think you had sauntered. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So I walk into the basement and I see what looks like a creature, like, 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 a, like a cellar troll, right? Like it's the basement troll has come to the, you know, and I jump out of my skin, right? I'm, I'm thinking what animal has crawled into the basement? Yeah. And, what's gonna... and then I flick the lights on and it's this flipping stuffed fish. And then my, I put my hand in my heart and simultaneously I get a text from Steph and she says, Oh, forgot to tell you, I left a stuffed fish in the basement for Pat Davis to pick up. <laughs> Laugh out loud. And I text her back and I say, yeah, just saw it. You scared the, what we like to say in Vermont, Jesus out of me. And, uh, and she types back, laugh out loud. 
but don't you feel really alive, Kate? Which is something I say all the time to people. I say it all the time. I used to say it to my equestrian clients when they'd be nervous and scared. I say it to my fitness clients when they're going to try some new exercise. You can tell there's a little trepidation about it. I say it to my kid when she's going to sing ahead of time that when you get that adrenaline, right? When you, we got that when we first got online here, right? When you have that, what they call Native American, I believe they call it Noom, N-U-M, N-U-M. And Noom comes up from your feet, comes up from the earth and it comes up through your feet and it surges through your legs and it's like this heat and it comes right through your, your, your pelvis, right up through your heart and right out through the top of your head and through your fingertips. Anyway, Noom. And what it is, is it's incredible. Oh, it's this it's this life force. So I try to remind myself of that when I'm about to do something scary. I think, Kate, don't you feel really alive? Right. And, nice. and, and the first time I ever heard about Noom was right before I wait for it, <laughs> walked on fire, which is oh, another podcast. Absolutely. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, Noom. So creating clearings. So you have flashes. So you can create Noom and feel or whatever you want to call it, life force energy. And so you can feel and appreciate being really alive and 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 have a moment to listen to the whisperings of your body. So mm-hmm. because we have that knowledge inside. And I think that that was a huge theme all year long with all of these, these speakers we heard. Yeah, I agree. Um, that and, and I really do love that idea of you know, that we don't need anything else, that that what we need is already with us. We just need to tap into it. And I think what you said, too, is so smart about listening to your body. I heard a really great quote, and uh, who I heard it from right now is completely escaping me. But, you know, we've all heard the body keeps score, or maybe many of us have heard that quote, the body keeps score. But somebody said, and the body always wins. Uh, no question. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was very smart. And it is about um, paying attention and, uh, and listening and trusting what you, uh, what you, what may come up for you, you know, and not, um, not just pushing it aside and, and, and really, you know, rolling it around and, and, and letting it sit inside of you and um, yeah, and seeing what happens. This is the thing. I think that we are so afraid of looking like failures or falling on our faces. But and and it's great because I have so many clients right now who are in business and they're doing things like Facebook lives. And I have to say, when you are just being yourself, that's really what people want. Mm-hmm. They don't want polished and perfect. And they just don't. I, I don't. My experience is that's not what people want. I find in my business as a nutrition and fitness coach, people don't want to hear about my successes. They want to hear about my failures. They want to hear about my dislocated shoulders and my, my living on Chardonnay peas and rice and being dehydrated in my twenties. And they want to hear about uh, how, gosh, you know, I can't find anything to wear either. They don't want, nobody wants I shouldn't say nobody because that's not fair. The people that I am interested in engaging with, they they want to learn. They're, they're not 
and some people are just waiting to watch you fail. I get that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the people that I surround myself with, they appreciate when I come back and say, you know what? I messed that up. Or you know what? Now that I know better, let's do better. I've changed so much of how I coach over the last 15 years. I mean, and I've been coaching for 30 years. But in the last 15 years, particularly in the, I would say in the last six years, I've really changed a lot of things. And I never come back and apologize. Yeah. Because to me, you just, when you know better, you do better. And, 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 but if you never, if you just keep doing same, things the very same way, for example, if in the morning you don't have a routine and every day you're late, every day you're rattled and you start your day that way every single day, you can, ne- you can never find anything in the clothes basket. You never find your keys. You're always out of gas with the car. You can't find your shoes. Nobody's up on time. I mean, the common denominator is you. Yeah. And that is a hard one to swallow. Agreed. But it's, it's fixable. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Because uh, that goes to, we can't control anybody else but ourselves anyway. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I have to throw one little thing in here, which will make some people cringe. And I'm okay with that. Because that's <laughs> what I do is make people cringe. Uh, I absolutely believe that everything gets better. There's a saying, everything gets better when you get better. But I believe everything gets better when your food gets better. Because then you can make better choices, right? But oh, anyway. Yes. Um, okay, so let's let's start to wrap this sucker up. Um, let me hear from you. Something you're listening to, uh, something you love, and something that you learned maybe while we were chatting here. Something I'm listening to, I have uh, been listening to a lot more. It's funny, Jen said the same thing yesterday. I've been listening to a lot more classical music. I Mm. uh, grew up playing the piano and I really enjoyed playing classical music. Um, You know, all the classics, Beethoven and Mozart and all of that. And um, I have really found... um, that it it is just nice to have on in the background it does it's not distracting it's um it helps i think with my flashes and 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 all of that so i really enjoy classical music hey Um, hold on hold that thought so i know you have apple music and i have spotify but i have the best baroque music for studying and thinking playlist oh so look that up on Apple, Baroque music for studying and thinking, see if you can find something. Okay, something you something you love or something you learned? Something I love. Um, I love the fact that I have the freedom in my life to be home when my daughter comes home from school. I cool. think that that time is really important for her um, and for me. Um, I... Um, I think that uh, just being here and like I said, having the, the freedom to be able to do that is, I love that. Okay. And something you're learning. Something I'm learning. Well, I am learning about podcasts. I mean, I am a huge uh, consumer of podcasts. Um, I really like all different kinds and I listen to a bunch of different podcasts, um, but learning about how one is made, how they're distributed. Um, and, uh, and I just think that's super cool. Awesome. And what about you, Kate? I, too, am learning about podcasting, and that's fun. I love to learn new things. And I, I generally speaking, don't feel foolish with the learning curve. I sometimes it can be exhausting, but I just think, yep, this is this is tuition. 
This yes. is tuition. Yes. You, you have to put, you have to do the time. Something I love is I love being able to do this with you because I think it's fun. It doesn't feel like work. And I'm listening to, quite frankly, I'm listening to the three that we've done so that we can improve our skills. Cool. That's what, yeah. So thank you for listening to us if you're out there and let us know what you think. We are going to offer at customfitvitality.com forward slash the dash point dash is some free resources they'll be coming. So decided, screw it. I'm giving it all away. So I'll have exercise videos for you. Lorene and I will share lists of things we love. Maybe Lorene will share her podcast list. Mm. Uh, we will have a place for comments. And if you would share this podcast, we'd be grateful because we would love to connect with as many people as we can. For sure. So with that, I will say, Rini P, thank you for your time. And by the way, Lorene's name is so long, we couldn't type out Lorene for the <laughs> podcast name, but she does go by Reen. Absolutely. So it's not that we're lazy or it's a typo. <laughs> it's that to get her whole damn name in, we had to call, I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. We could, I couldn't get the N in. <laughs> oh, Reen's Harding good. 10. Yeah. Harding 10. So it's, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to clarify that so thanks for listening and we will be back soon okay. we are hoping uh we are not hoping are we we are planning we will we, we publish will on sunday mornings yeah weekly yeah that's our plan and we will stick to it uh so sunday mornings you can find a new episode from us but to get started we wanted to give you three right off the bat but we will have another one for you uh this sunday if you're listening to this so sunday mornings i'm gonna say we'll do it by 8 30 if not before rain yep that sounds perfect. Okay. And thanks so much for listening. We're excited to see where this takes us and hope you have an awesome day. Go do a brain dump yeah. for your mind. Yeah. Find, find, create some clearings. Go for a walk. And so that's the point, right? The point is create a clearing, do a brain dump, go for a walk, sit in your car, take three conscious breaths. That's the point, right? And, and really enjoy those moments where you feel that heart beating because that's when you know you're really alive. <laughs> Love it.